0: with former blues defenseman jamie rivers i'm brandon Kylie. it's ribs and bk on 101 espn it's 1203 your time check brought to you by clarkson jewelers an officially licensed rolex jeweler let's go out to the brown and crouppen celebrity line where we are happy to be joined by john Hamm. he's a native st louis and he's a Blues super fan and oh by the way he also happens to be an actor and a producer john how are you doing today
1: I'm doing all right. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. All right, John. Yeah, I'm from Canada, and I married a St. Louis girl. I now live in St. Louis, so I've got to do this. And I know you've talked about it before, but i got to do this. What high school did you go to?
2: <laughs> well, at least you're learning your proper St. Louis stuff. So. <laughs> I went to uh, I went to John Burroughs High School, but I grew up in North County, so I'm kind of a I'm kind of an odd duck. Like I'm a, I'm one of these weirdos that you can't quite tell. I'm not from Ladue or Clayton or any of that. I'm from uh, Normandy uh, on, the, on the on the north side of town.
1: Okay, so that's interesting because my wife last night she was like, "Well, don't tell him where I went to high school at first. You know, let's see what he does." And I my wife was a Rittner girl there you go yeah there you so go. You, you talk about north county we got so she went to rittner until her senior year and then transferred out to francis howell her parents had moved out there but yeah so uh yeah you guys have a little bit in common
2: a rittner husky am i correct
1: yeah you got that right buddy you got that right now All right. while you're in uh while you're in quarantine here what uh, what is a day in the life of John Ham consist of? Do you have any current projects you're working on, or has it just been kind of status quo until you get more going on?
2: I mean, I would imagine, like like most of us, it's the days kind of tend to blend together. Uh, I've got, you know, I, I, I'm reading, reading stuff and reading scripts and reading, you know, uh, uh, the possible projects, but there's nothing... You know nothing's shooting because nothing's happening. So I was just about to start a movie. In fact, uh, right before it all happened, um, uh, my birthday was March 10th, and then I think we all went into lockdown. I went to the Blues game, weirdly enough, on March 11th in uh, in Anaheim, uh, and it was right. It was like the day before the whole thing shut down, and uh, and I was meant to start a film, start shooting a film on April. 28th or whatever in Detroit. And that didn't happen, uh, obviously. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. It's just, it's, it's we're all on pause, you know, it's everybody's calling it like a pause. But it's, uh, you know, you're trying to fill your days with some uh, creative stuff. I went on a hike the other day, you know, played some tennis and, uh, you know, anything anything to do to get outside. And fortunately, it's LA, so it's like, pretty comfortable outside and nice.
0: We're talking with John Hamm. He is the uh, actor and producer, and of course, blues superfan here on Riz and DK on One Hundred and One ESPN. John, I'm curious. You're talking about the scripts that you're going through right now. Is there ever a role that you really wanted that you ended up missing out on that you look back on like, damn, if I just could have had that role, that would have been the one for me.
2: Um, I mean, there's always, there's always, you know. Obviously disappointments, but um, I don't think I can ever really look back on one thing and say like, "Oh, I should have that should have been me," or "I I should have had that." Because there's so many factors that go into it. You know, there's 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 a million different different people that have to weigh in on who's getting cast as what. I mean, honestly, the only one that I really really felt, "Oh, this is my part. I better get this." Uh, was Don Draper. I mean, that was that was the only one I really felt. This is mine. I've uh, I got I, I to I gotta play this guy.
1: Now, John, uh, this time of year, we're missing sports in general. We're missing everything, right? Like, let's be honest here. It's kind of Groundhog Day over and over and over again. But right now, we're missing our Blues hockey. it would be playoff time for the Blues, and we all know that it was a pretty incredible spring last year. But apart from the championship and the parade, what is one of your biggest and best memories from the actual playoff run last year?
2: Well, I'll tell you much how, how much I, I miss sports. Last night, I watched uh, a baseball game from nineteen seventy eight <laughs> and a baseball game from nineteen ninety five. Neither of which were the Cardinals. One was the one was a Dodgers Phillies game, and one was the uh, uh, Indians Orioles game. I mean, this is this is where we're at. I'm telling you,
1: you're Jonesing. <laughs>
2: It was it was something on the MLB network called Walk Off Wednesday. And I was like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> it sounds good to me. Let's walk off. Um, what's my best blues memory? Uh,
1: just something oh, that man. comes to mind, just the run itself, you
2: know? You know? The run was amazing. Obviously, like, I, I can remember sitting back. I'm sure everybody has a version of this. Sitting back at some point in December or January of last year and thinking, Team's too good to have this kind of ha- have this kind of record. Like we got too much talent on this team to be to be to have to have this be the, the what it looks like. And it's and it's one of those things. Like I've been watching hockey. You guys have been around the sport obviously your whole lives, I, but I've been watching hockey for a long time. And it's it's one of those things where you go, all right. Well, a couple bad bounces and this and that and and, and that. But that stuff evens itself out. And you think, well, maybe they've just been on the wrong side of the coin for the, for, for too long, and it's going to start evening itself out. And it really did. And then and then you saw you saw uh, you know when you when you get Bennington there, and 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 the kids got a got a hot hand, and that just sparks the whole rest of the team. And that was the one thing. That was the one thing they needed. You know, Barubi is is a is a, an amazing coach that they all they all believed in. And and that that kind of uh, unity of belief was was what they needed. They needed the spark, and they needed the the belief in themselves. And then it was then it was like Katie bar the door, basically, because because they couldn't be stopped.
1: Now, as the uh, as the run goes on, obviously. You're in town a little more. You're watching the games. You're hanging up with Wayne. You're hanging out with Wayne Gretzky. You know, you're becoming quite the fixture. You get to know the players. You're actually going through this with the fans and the players. You're on both sides of the ball for this one. But I wanted to ask you about the parade because you guys were right behind, uh, right behind us alumni in the parade. And I was freaking out because I couldn't believe the amount of people that showed up for that parade. And I just want to get your feelings on what that experience was like for you being, you know, a part of the run with everybody, but also being a fan of this team.
2: Well, it was pretty cool. I mean, Chaser invited me to come with him and Dino uh, and, and Jeff and a couple guys, a couple of other guys, alumni guys. And who was I to say no? I mean, I, I was very pleased to be asked. I mean, I, I recognize, you know, I'm obviously not a part of the team, but but, but a part of the fan base. And, and um, I, I really, I, I was the same way. I was just kind of looking around, and, and I, I couldn't get over how many people were there. And the other thing, and I was just talking with, uh, with Patty Maroon about this the other day, that I really couldn't get over was just how happy everybody was. It wasn't. You know, there was there wasn't a, a, a sour face in the group, and I mean, obviously, it's a championship parade; it's, people are going to be happy. But but the the overwhelming spirit of the city and the town, and all faces represented, everybody was was jonesing and it was um, it was exciting and it was fun. And then when we got down to the arch and and under the arch and like turned around and looked back, I was just like, "Holy cow! Like, there's <laughs> there's got to be two hundred thousand people here. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable." And it's just as far as I can see. And you know, it was it was a it was just a great day. It was a great day. It didn't rain. It wasn't too hot. Everything about it was great. And um and I just really I really thought that uh, that it was kind of one of those things that st louis said you know we have our share of, of good luck with the cardinals runs every now and again and and that's nice but this was something entirely different and entirely unexpected and and so welcome i think by
1: all the fans
0: we're talking with john ham here on ribs and bk on 101 espn now john with you being out in la i'm curious when you're watching the games on television and you're watching the blues and you're sitting back and you're relaxing how how does John Ham take in these games? Are you the guy that's yelling, shoot it? Are you the guy that's reserved? Are you pacing? What's what's the go-to for John Ham as you're watching the game back in LA? Well, I usually have to watch him on my computer,
2: so fortunately, I get to uh, usually watch the the home broadcast um, if it's not on uh, the national broadcast. So uh, that's that's always the best for me, so I can hear. Uh, you know, John Kelly. And, and it sounds, you know, it sounds like I'm at home and that's, that just makes me feel better. Um, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty mellow. Usually I'm, uh, I'll, I'll be texting with, with somebody, you know, whether it's, uh, Panger or, or, you know, anybody, I'll just, I'll be, I'll, I'll have a little bit of a running commentary on the game, and how the boys are playing, but, but man, they were, they were, they were playing so good up until this break. It was a real shame that, uh, to have to go on pause like that.
1: Now, John, there's a there's a pretty good story uh, that you have regarding Game Seven when the Blues were playing the Bruins in Game Seven. I believe you were on set or working at that exact moment. Correct?
2: I was working in Canada. In fact, I was up in Vancouver, and uh, I I was shooting a commercial for a Canadian company called Skip the Dishes, uh, and they're uh, they're basically like Postmates for for Canada. They 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 bring you your food. And, um, and so I, I booked this job, you know, months and months before. And so I, you know, there was no way of knowing that this would be game seven of the thing. And, and I, so I, I, I was there, you know, and I was just shooting. And fortunately I was in Vancouver, Canada and Vancouver has a healthy dislike of Boston. sports teams. <laughs> yeah, No doubt. <laughs> and, uh, and so they were more than happy to accommodate me with, uh, with a, with a TV and, and turn it on. But I was too nervous to watch it. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't bring myself to 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 watch it in real time. Uh, I watched about two minutes of the first period and saw the way it was going and thought, "Oh, this is going to be bad." And then I had to go go to work. And then the the first the first um, the, the first AD, the assistant director on the on the on the uh, sh- on the shoot on the commercial, Canadian guy hockey fan, says, "Do you want to, Do you want me to tell you, or do you want me to not tell you?" And I said, just, you know, give me the updates. And he goes, and he holds just holds up one finger. He goes, Okay. And I went, What does that mean? And he goes, You're up one.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I, I freaked out. I was like, Oh my God, we scored? Like we looked so bad the first couple of minutes of that game. And and then uh, and then he rolls back in about three minutes later and he and he holds up two fingers and I went, Come on. He goes, Two nothing. First intermission and I went, Okay, now I think I'm a little more okay with it. And I went back to my trailer, and I watched the highlights of the first period, and I thought, I saw how Bennington was playing, and I said, okay, this kid's locked in. We're not losing. And, and then I then I saw how we, our offense, you know, the, the skaters started, started playing our game and really just locking them down on the four check, and I was like, there's no way. We're not going to lose. And that was true.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, it was certainly a season, uh, a dream season. And now, I texted you last night, said that we were going to have some fun on this. And everybody talks about, oh, this is a movie. In fact, uh, Hollywood wouldn't even write this movie because it's not believable the way the Blues went from last place to Stanley Cup champion. So, we're going to have a little fun here with you. And uh, I want to have your expertise join us in casting the Blues movie. Now, we won't actually go through every guy but we'll get hit some of the main characters, and the first one I think we got to talk about is who, in your mind, would play Craig Baruby?
2: <laughs> oh man, that's a good question because you need somebody that's that's like that stoic, uh, commanding, uh, and also kind of terrifying. <laughs> uh, because I've met I've met chief a couple times in person and I've been introduced you know like hey this is John Hamley and he just gives you a look and you're like I okay I should go I, I don't know why I'm here I'm, I'm in the wrong place I'm so sorry to take up your time and I've also met him on other occasions where he's been you know so f- happy and 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 whatever and it's just like I I I've seen both sides of that guy. I don't know. You know, it's weird. The, I don't know, guys. The first the first guy weirdly that pops into my head is uh, is um, oh god, what's his name? Is Christopher
1: Walken? Oh my gosh! Oh my god! You might get punched in the face for that next time you see him. <laughs> because
2: Chris. Chris Walken has the same kind of thing. I've not the same. I've met Chris Walken too, and it's the same kind of thing. Where you, you look at him, and sometimes you're like, are "You gonna, are you gonna punch me in the neck, or are you gonna like uh, shake my hand?" I'm not really sure what you do. <laughs> All
1: right, so we got Christopher Walken. I, I'll give you two more here. Uh, but
2: by the way, how how that by the, that that'd be a pretty funny, pretty funny. Uh, you know speech in the locker room, anyway. Oh, can
1: you imagine that speech from Christopher Walker? I wish It'd be I, tremendous. I wish I could do an impersonation, but I would actually just sound like I'm having a seizure or something.
2: <laughs> Fellas, wow. With skating, it's great. You're going fast in circles. It's going to be great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was good, buddy. I like that one. Alright, a couple more here before we, we let you go. How about Jordan Bennington? Who do you see in Hollywood that can play Jordan Bennington?
2: I think it's the perfect casting because they already have beef. I oh. think you got to hire you got to hire Bieber. There you go. I think that's you know he he's got the he's got the swagger. Uh, he can apparently skate. He's Canadian. I think he's from Ontario,
1: isn't he? Yeah, he's from the Toronto mm-hmm.
2: area. There you go. It's tailor made.
1: There you go. Okay. How about Ryan O'Reilly? This is a tough. This one. This is the manly uh, man here. You know. See, with RO I guess you gotta go
2: like uh uh somebody yeah, like you gotta go with like the grizzly bear guy. I'd probably have to say it's gotta be me.
1: Oh,
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> We're getting John Hamm in the movie. I feel better about I, things. I, I can already I mean I'm a little older than than O'Reilly, but uh I, I can uh I can imagine uh you know he'd be okay with it. I at least I got the beard. I just have to lose
0: a tooth or two. <laughs>
2: Can help uh, you, you know,
0: they can do that in post. <laughs> Might have to color the hair a little bit there, too, John. A little bit, yeah, fine. Whatever, that's what helmets are for, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. All right, last one on this one. Alex Petrangelo. Who's our Hollywood match for Alex Petrangelo?
2: Oh, that's a tricky one, because I already, you know, I already ruined myself. I mean, used myself on uh, <laughs> O'Reilly. Um but Petra, you know, Petra's a handsome guy. He's a captain. He's the leader. I think we go with, like, 1995 George Clooney.
1: Okay, I like that. I was thinking Jake Gyllenhaal a little oh, bit. that's not bad either. That's yeah, a pretty I good like, one. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good like a, that's that one? Way better. Yeah, and Gyllenhaal's better. done some
0: athletic movies, too, so he'd be into the whole sports scene of it as well. There we go. I like right. that
2: yeah, I like Steve, that one. But that's okay. Uh, I, 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 know him. I'll give him a holler.
1: There we go. All right. So we got you on board. We've got him on board. Now, can I at least be the stick boy in this movie? <laughs> of course, man. John, you said you're buddies with Pat Maroon.
0: I feel like we've got to at least cast somebody yeah, the as the hometown hero. You've got to have somebody at the end of it win it for the blues. I think Patty would play himself. I think there's no way. He,
1: yeah. if,
2: if there was a, if there was a movie going on, Patty would want to be a part of it. There's no, you know, I, I I got that feeling knowing him as much as I do.
1: That's a great that's a great point by you. So, all right, well, look, we've got <laughs> our cast, we got our beginning here. Now we just got to go find some funding behind this, which, uh, you know, I'll, I'll rely upon you. You've got more connections than me. Uh, if you need me to close a deal, though, Hammer, I'm there for you. Okay. You got it, <laughs> hey buddy. I really want to thank you a lot for joining us today. This was a lot of fun. Uh, we wish you well on your next projects, and we wish you well and to stay healthy. and And uh, we look forward to seeing you soon back here in the loo, buddy.
2: Uh, my pleasure. Thank you guys so much for having me and reaching out. Um, it, yeah, like I said, it's it's uh, the days tend to blend into blend into one another uh, on these kinds of in this in this situation and anything we can do to, to make a, to make a little, you know, have a little fun or, or, or do something uh, creative or anything is, is certainly welcome. So I appreciate it. And and of course I love uh, talking back about the hometown and the hometown heroes that we're talking about, but uh, I will, uh, you know, I've also been doing a lot of, a lot of work with a lot of the frontline first first, um, responders and frontline workers from St. Louis as well. So, that's, they're the they're the real hometown heroes at this point because uh, they're, they're dealing with this nonsense in a way that we we certainly can't understand so big shout out to them a big shout out to you guys and, and thank you so much for having me and uh, a big shout out to st. Louis but I'll get through this stronger
0: John last quote last thing for you before we get you out of here is there any restaurant in particular that you're looking forward to going to in st. Louis whenever these things open back up again
2: I tell you uh, a friend of mine um, started a little restaurant town in south city called union loafers and they make some of the best bread sandwiches uh pizzas that you ever had in your life and uh um, i'll give that one a wholehearted endorsement um teddy wilson he's he's uh my buddy jimmy wilson's little brother um runs the place and uh and i tell you if you if you uh a john Ham guarantee if you don't like if you don't like that place then uh, I'll, I'll pay for your food. Give <laughs>
1: <It's okay. laughs> <Careful, laughs> yourself buddy. in a little
2: Careful. bit deep
0: there, John. John Ham joined us get, here on Ribs I'm and get BK. A, I'm
2: get a pretty long, a pretty long bill.
0: <laughs> no, they wouldn't mess anything up. John, you're the best man. We appreciate you hopping on with us today. Thanks so much for the time. Cheers! Thanks, guys. Absolutely. That's John Ham joining us here on Ribs and BK on 101 ESPN. This is the story of the one.